Good morning, Delaware. Thank you so much for listening this beautiful Friday morning, football Friday night. Lots of things happening um, all around town. We've also got the Create Festival at Boardman Art Park this oh, weekend. Yeah. That's going to be super fun as well. So, yeah, if you you know are looking for things to do, hop up to Delaware. You'll always find something. But we've got a really great show for you today. Um, spoiler alert, it's not Molly Myers Labady with me. It's Hannah Jane Simpson. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be, Molly has uh, a lot of things on her plate. So over the next, like, probably six to eight weeks, it's going to be a little Nicole, a little Hannah, a little Jana, a little Molly. So just get ready. Yeah. Tune in every week. You never know what you'll get. Start placing your bets. Oh, right. That could be a fun game. <laughs> Who's really, hosting this week? <laughs> that could be a really fun game. Make an office pool. <laughs> well, our guests with us this morning are Karen Crossman and Jan Garlock, and they are affiliated with the Lifelong Learning Institute um, of Ohio Wesleyan University. It's an adult education program. We're going to talk more about that in the second half of the show, but we are so excited to have you here this morning and to tell us all about what's happening at the Lifelong Learning Institute. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We're very excited to be here. Absolutely. Well, we will start off, as we usually do, talking about some things that we've recently read, watched, binged, listened to. But Hannah, you're always into something good. What do you have today? Uh, mine is not only something that I've read, but something that we're going to talk about at the Ostrander Book Club on September 6th. Oh, good plug. Um, <laughs> I host that book club, and so I just finished our our, our book for next month, uh, and it is called The Dearly Beloved by Kara Wall. Um, it follows two couples made up of four very different humans um, who meet in 1963 in Greenwich Village. Um the, the husbands, Charles and James, are hired by a Presbyterian church who have had a, a recent, like, shakeup in their church. They didn't care for their last leader. And so they hired them both to lead as pastors. So they're co-pastoring this church. Uh, Charles is married to a very academic woman who does not believe in God, um, which is very unusual for a minister. Right. Whereas James is married to the daughter of a pre preacher from who is from the South. And it's how these two couples interact with each other. And then they are presented with a challenge. And so remember, this is 1963. And Charles and Lily have a set of twins. And one of those twins is um, very, very autistic. And it, like doesn't does not respond, does a lot of the rocking, doesn't have a lot of words. And it's how in the 60s people coped with uh, autism, children, children who had uh, challenges like that right. and how, how they deal, how that affects their faith. Mm -hmm. as, and as well as James and uh, Nan is his wife's name. They have trouble conceiving. So it's about faith and what, what, how you, what, not necessarily about religion, but how we deal with the circumstances of our lives and the people in, we're in it with. You mentioned, I think when you were telling me about this book that it, it took a twist. It took a turn. You didn't think that this was necessarily. I thought necessarily... it was more about the child, uh -huh. Will. Um, it takes, it, that doesn't happen until about the third, last third of the book. So really? it's very much more about, about how we deal with the cards that life hands us. Mm -hmm. And it was beautifully written. I, I had a highlighter going the whole time in my book, so I've got lots of passages I'm ready to discuss with my book club friends and... Um, I, I, it was her debut novel in this book club. Oh, nice. We read a lot of debut novels, and we're we're loving them. We're mm -hmm. enjoying finding new authors and stuff like that. So that's exciting. Yeah. So if you if this sounds interesting to you, if you like philosophical questions, yeah. um, historical fiction, then pick up the Daily Beloved by Kara Wall. 
And come chat with me on September 6th at 11.30. 11? 11.30? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on the calendar. I think it's 11. <laughs> yeah. It's 11. And uh, at the Ostrander Branch Library. And uh, we have a great time. And that's such a fun group. And then we all are from different walks of life. Right. And so it's really fun Everybody to chat. It's a really good perspective. It's really incredible. <laughs> Wonderful. Jan, you mentioned that you were in the middle of something that you're very excited yeah, I, about. I have a, a, an interesting book I'm reading called Beyond That, The Sea, and it's a little bit historical fiction, um, but it's about an 11-year-old girl who is sent by her parents from London to escape the Blitzkrieg during the early 1940s and during World War II, yeah. and she's sent to uh, Massachusetts to live with a more affluent family than her family. And um, it's a wonderful family, and they take her in, and they love her like their own. And she stays with them until she is out of her teens and then is called back to London with her parents. And so it's kind of how the family could let her go, but they knew that she needed to be safe, how the family that accepted her and had two boys have accepted her as a daughter, and they all become such a close family, and then how hard it is for this girl to return to her family that she really loves, but she still loves the family that she's living with and how it impacts the parents on both coasts or in both countries and how it impacts all the children. And it's really, really good. It's very tender, very sweet, um, just a very wonderful story. And you said that's called Beyond That, The Sea. Beyond That, Comma, The Sea. Beyond and That, The Sea. Yes. Yes. So it's it. I I would recommend it. And the author is um, Laura Spencer uh, Ash. It's a hyphenated last name. Wonderful. Well, that sounds very nice. Two historical fictions for us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Karen, you mentioned that you are reading a nonfiction. Tell us if you want to tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Well, mine was my reading was prompted by seeing the film Oppenheimer. Yes. And I wanted to to know more about the man, and so I got the book American Prometheus. Prometheus, I oh. have trouble sometimes saying that word, um, The Triumph and Tragedy of J. Robert Oppenheimer, and that the book is by Kaya Bird and Martin Sherwin. And so this obviously tells the story of this gentleman who, as many in the audience will know, developed the atomic bomb uh, that was uh, dropped over Japan. And it's just, the reason for, I think, the desire to read the book was, after watching the movie, I'd never realized what happened to Mr. Oppenheimer after mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the big event. Yeah. I mean, it, it uh, is a whole other series of uh, activities and uh, what happens to him and how he's viewed by fellow Americans, and it's just a, quite an interesting story. I mean, he was a very conflicted man in terms of what he had done, in terms of unleashing this great power and, you know, a, a device of mass destruction. So it's a very interesting tale. So I would, I would recommend it. And uh, I think for those of us of a certain age, we'll remember when we were very, very young and we had to uh, have our uh, atomic bomb drills, where, drills we, where yeah. we got mm -hmm. under our tables at school and put our hands over our heads like, you know, that that's going to help. Sure. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> the things we know now. Yeah. So anyway, I, I would recommend it. I love that. That This is one of my favorite things to do is to hear about people who have, you know, seen a movie or learned about something and then they want to dive deeper into it. And I think that's one of the things that the library can do, can do best, you know, is mm -hmm. help you to dive deeper into those subjects. And I think that's also something that, tease for the second half of the show, the Lifelong Learning Institute can help with as well. <laughs> Thank you. 
So I have something. I, I've been on a cult kick lately. If you have been listening, one of the books that I read was cultish, and that kind of kicked it off um, because then within that book club um, that I was discussing it with, we were like, okay, well, what are some of your other favorite you know, cult stories? Um, and favorite is a hard word to put to that, but the most intriguing of the other cult stories that you've read. And it was brought to my attention uh, a kind of recent one that I didn't really know anything about. It didn't get huge. Um, it, it, it wasn't like, you know, 900 people, you know, spread coast to coast. It was very, very small. It started in September of 2010 at the Sarah, Sarah Lawrence College. Um, there's a sophomore named Talia Ray, and she's living in campus housing, and she um, asks her roommates, but it's kind of apartment-style campus housing. She asks her roommates, like, hey, my dad was in jail. There was, like, a custody thing. He's getting out, but he he needs to get back on his feet. He needs a place to stay. Can he just come and, like, sleep on the couch in our in our room, in our, in our apartment for a while? And the friends, you know, knew Talia, and they said, well, sure, you know, we you've talked about your dad the whole time that, you know, we've been in college. And he sounds like, you know, she had the, him way up high on this pedestal. And so they said, yeah, that's not a problem at all. Um, Larry Ray is his name. And he it was a very smart individual. I think what, what you find with the, you know, the, the checklist of cult leaders <laughs> is they're highly intelligent and they're highly manipulative. And they're very good with their words. And they're very good with making you question what you know to be as truth. And so he arrives in the dorm. It's a communal house, and it's called Slonim Woods Nine. And that's the title of this book is Slonim, S-L-O-N-I-M, Woods Nine. And it's written by Daniel Barbin Levin. And Daniel was a roommate in that, in that dorm. And what ended up happening was Larry is, he is an older, you know, man. He's in his 40s, and he, to these, you know, 20, you know, 20 year olds, and they're going through a lot of life right now. And he's like, well, let me help you through that because I have a lot of life wisdom. Um, he had worked for very high clearance government agencies and he's like, I can help you work through that. And so he would have these family counseling sessions where he would sit down and he would help them. You know, he was almost like wanting to be a life coach to these kids. Um, and then his coaching became more intricate and more one-on-one -on -one. and, then, uh, you know, he thought that it would be safer for, of course, one of the females living in the dorm to sleep in the same room as him because that would be safer for her. And, um, you know, so he just kept manipulating these kids more and more. Well, before they knew it, he said, well, why don't we all move to this apartment in New York together? And then why don't we all move into mm. this house, you know, on the coast together? And then why don't we all work? And what happens is you find people just continuing to go down that path of manipulation, go down that path of ownership. Soon money is involved because he's buying tools for them to do work on their dorm, on their house, on their apartment. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, these tools are broken and you need to tell me why you broke it. You know, even though they didn't, but because he's got them so mm -hmm. under his thumb, tell me why you broke it. Well, now you owe me money. So go figure out how much you owe me. And then they would hand him the sheet of paper of, oh, well, I guess I owe him, you know, maybe a hundred bucks, and he'd be like, is that the truth? And then, of course, they're questioning themselves, so then money is involved. It got to the level of when he was finally charged in 2020, he was indicted on charges of extortion, sex trafficking, forced labor, and money laundering. And so you just wonder, like, how did it get there? Um, and so this story of Slonim Woods 9 by Daniel Barbin Levin um, tells that story of how it got there. 
Um, if you're interested in also watching the documentary that inspired me to read this book, um, it's called Stolen Youth, and you can watch it on Hulu. So I would recommend it if you're in the mood for something cultish this time of year. <laughs> yeah, we're getting ready to head into a, like a spooky time of year. Exactly. Yeah. So it might be, might be a good time of year for something spooky, spooky real. <laughs> with that, we'll take a break, and we'll come back on the other side, um, and we'll be talking with Karen and Jan of the Lifelong Learning Institute, and so you'll want to stay tuned. And it's already 80 degrees outside. You're listening to Off the Shelf on My 96.7. Oh, Is it really? 80 degrees. Oh, no. (laughs) Stay hydrated. Get your water. Get your, you know, your hydration, your electrolytes, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, There are lots of fun things happening this weekend. Uh, Check them out in downtown Delaware. There's the Create Festival. There's Football Friday Night all around, all around the state of Ohio and the whole entire nation. Um, but what we have going on today is we have Karen Crossman, director of the Lifelong Learning Institute, and Jan Garlock, a member of the Lifelong Learning Institute steering committee, joining us. And if you haven't heard of the Lifelong Learning Institute, well, get ready, because you're going to be so excited to hear about it. Um, Karen, can you tell us a little bit about what this is? I sure can. First, I want to thank uh, you, Nicole, and Hannah for having us on Off the Shelf. Absolutely. Uh, the Lifelong Learning Institute is a... Um, program where we offer classes and community to those 55 and older and uh, we offer that through a fall and spring term of classes. We also have other activities uh, apart from those two uh, terms of classes that where we invite people to come to the Ohio Wesleyan uh, campus. Um, this is a program model after others that are uh, operating across the country and this particular fall term starts um, on October the 9th and registration actually starts on Monday, August the 28th. And so we have lots of ways to get information about the program. Uh, they are taught by uh, uh, professors, they're taught by practitioners, and others who just have a particular interest or expertise in an area. And so we uh, are very, very thankful for these presenters who, uh, who take their time and, and offer their expertise to us. Dan, do you want to say anything else? No. <laughs> I, just, I think it's such a wonderful program. Um, because it offers so many different courses, such a variety, everything from music appreciation to movie appreciation to uh, space exploration. The courses are just so varied, and you can take as many classes as you want for one price of $75. So you can spend all day there going (laughs) back to school, or you can take one and just go to the movies once a week and then have a discussion about whatever the topic is about that movie. So it's really an exciting program for people 55 and older. And um, we've just had wonderful response from the community. And I think you said you had a friend who was anxious to take a class. I mean, I I, I have known about this program for several years working at the library. We've always had a nice partnership. Our directors have always been involved on the steering committee um, and with the publicity of it. And um, my my coworker, what, she will be celebrating a 55th birthday um, in the next couple weeks. And she was saying, I can't wait because now I get to go to the Lifelong Learning Institute. And I, I will admit, I'm a little jealous. I'm entirely jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 55 and older is the, is the age for this, thus lifelong learning. Learning never stops, and that definitely aligns with our library mission, too. Um, there is a cost involved, but there are opportunities to have that lowered or not at all. How do people um, apply for scholarships? Yes, so the Lifelong Learning Institute does offer scholarships, and all that information is on our website, which um, 
is www.owu.edu slash LLI. Uh, or just go to the Ohio Wesleyan website and, and you know, key in lifelong learning and it'll take you there. But the scholarships uh, cover $50 of the $75 fee. So the individual is responsible for the, the remaining $25. Um, the applications are due uh, by September 25th. And if there's any questions, you certainly can call the Lifelong Learning Office um, at 740-368-3078 to ask uh, additional questions. We, I might also mention we also offer gift certificates. So if anyone is looking for a birthday or an anniversary Aww. gift or just, you know, just because kind of gift uh-huh. for someone, we offer those. And that information is also on our website. So you can gift the gift of yes, lifelong learning yes, to yes. somebody if uh-huh. they are celebrating um, for any reason or just because you love them. And mm-hmm. I will say probably a thanks to SourcePoint for um, providing some of those scholarships yes. for for the fall, they're such a great partner in the community as well. Absolutely. All right, so we've talked about what it is, when it starts, sign-ups start uh, on Monday, and then classes will be October 9th through November 17th. What are some of the topics? What are you, um, Jan, what are you most excited about? Um, I, I, really like the mo- I really like the movies. Yeah. So <laughs> there's two movie uh, courses this year. The first one is called Montgomery Clift, His Method and His Madness, and um, – so you go to the Old Strand Theater, which is wonderful, and you're sitting in this wonderful theater looking at these old movies, and you are really transported in time. Mm-hmm. And then when it's over, you talk about the movie, and it's very interesting to get the perspective of, of older and younger people about some of these older movies. So I'm looking forward to that one. The other one that's offered at the theater is called, um, let me see here, Oh, is that the Universal, Universal Studios? Yes. And yeah, they're the magnific- magnificent yes. movie monsters. Ooh, yes. that's a mouthful. Movie yes. monsters. And, yes. um, so monsters aren't my thing, but <laughs> these are the old, old uh, monsters. And so I think that's what's going to make this so interesting, that we're seeing um, what scared people back in the, yeah. you know, long long time ago it's, so it's a pro- it's a neat because i'm looking at your poster here and it's a progression of time you start on october 9th the first week with phantom of the opera from 1925 mm-hmm. and then you go to 1931's dracula and 1931's frankenstein the invisible man the wolf man and then the creature from the black lagoon right. a classic 1954 uh, movie and then you end with abbott and costello meet frankenstein it's That's a bonus right. week <laughs> so you know for for people that really like those um those Marvel features, it's going to be fun for them. And I think that's a lot of what these courses are, that they're just fun. They're things that you've liked to hear about or like to know about. You don't take a test. You, there's no stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just go to the college campus. And whether you went to college or you never had the opportunity, it's an opportunity to be on a college it's campus. Like auditing a course. All I've the always best. dreamed. Yes. yes, same. All the best parts of school. <laughs> yes. The Without learning. The right. Yeah, no tests, no right. grades. It's the and, dream. And some of our classes are on Zoom, so that's really great oh, for people nice. that can't um, be there in person. I know one of our coworkers, uh, there's a series, the, the Lifelong Learning Institute Potpourri. Um, and so one of the ones under the Potpourri this time is viewing the 2024 solar eclipse. They're very excited um, about because that eclipse, if you haven't heard about it, it's a coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, on April uh, of 2024, we will have that uh, solar eclipse, and that will not happen again for many, many years. And so this is the opportunity to learn about how best to view it and a little bit more of the history of the, of the eclipse. 
um, the professor teaching that, uh, Dr. Uh, Andrick, um, knows uh, knows about Cliffs well. She's a, a, a professor of, of physics and astronomy, and so the whole idea of getting your best viewing spot and knowing how to watch it mm-hmm. you know, safely. Without, yeah, safely. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> um, but when I talked with her, she said, you know. A lot of people who are really into eclipses have already made their travel plans, Ooh, right. have their spot, and so if, if you're of that uh, you know at that level of interest, you'll want to make sure to uh, find out what the options are. Gage, I'm sorry you're not 55 because there is a whole section in this series on space exploration. I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) The space exploration series is on Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. and it begins with. Oh, my gosh. My life as a NASA scientist uh, by a former NASA space engineer, James um, Oberg. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I mean, how do you get some of the folks to participate in this? Well, a a number of different ways. Uh, Being a college campus and knowing some of our, obviously, our alumni, and we know their, their particular professions, we reach out to them. We, we are noticing as our program has become more established, we get folks reaching out to us nice. now with a particular topic they would like to teach. And so uh, we, we, we do it in a number of different ways. But I just, again, want to put a, a big thank you out to our presenters who share their time and expertise with us. It's yes. just amazing that they do this. And, and a huge partnership with Ohio Wesleyan University for putting mm-hmm. this on and, and just, you know, really integrating it into the community. Um, we have about a minute left. Is there anything else that you'd like can't, you know, go without telling people about? Well, we have 13 classes, morning, afternoon, and evening, uh, starting on October the 9th. Again, that website is www.owu.edu slash LLI. We uh, encourage you to, to visit it, see what the class descriptions are, and we're always looking for uh, new ideas for classes and presenters. So please uh, share that information with us, too, if you'd like. You lucky, lucky 55 and older community (laughs) for getting to participate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Karen and Jan, for joining us. Um, Of course, yes, www.owu.edu slash LLI. Or I bet just Google the Lifelong Learning Institute, and you will find it very, very easily. Um, We're pretty light on programs at the library this week, but I did want to bring to everyone's attention tomorrow at the Liberty Branch Library, they are having um, a book sale in their new, in the Friends of the Library new uh, book sale space. So head to the Liberty Branch Library. It starts right at 10 when the branch opens and goes until 3 p.m. Go down to the lower level and you will be able to wander around Mm -hmm. and pick out lots and lots and lots of good books. Um, Bring your green bags if you're a Friends member and you get to fill it to the brim for I think the low, low cost of like 15 or $20, it's the best deal. And if you want to do that, join the Friends while it's, you're there. Exactly. <laughs> Joining the Friends, um, you can be a lifelong member of the Friends as well. It's just a really wonderful, wonderful partnership. Um, so that bargain book sale tomorrow at the Liberty Branch Library, you won't want to miss. Um, I think that's about all we got. So I want to thank Gage for having us on the show, on the board today. Sure. Thank you, Karen and Jan. It's a pleasure having you here with us this morning. And Hannah, thank you for being my co-host, as always. And uh, place (laughs) your bets for who's going to be on the show next week. (laughs) (laughs) And until then, we will see you in the stacks.